I must go And I at 27 And at least I know I died a legend Now Will you roll and ride like we're together And keep the vibe alive inside forever And feel me forever What's up freaks? Welcome back to the Road to Redemption podcast Yeah boy Cam by myself today appreciate you hanging out i got a doozy for you i'm a little pissed um let me start by saying that i'm a little pissed um one i wasted my entire day today i for those of you that saw the instagram live or follow me on twitter see that i had internet um installed in my house or upgraded in my house so i had to sit here obviously from like the hours of 8 and 10 for them to even show up they showed up at he showed up at like 9 30 and then he came, worked on a bunch of stuff. So I have to be home. You don't need the whole synopsis of it. So of course, someone's calling me. Um, but I was sitting here waiting, like, all day long. From 9.30 till it's almost 3.30 in the afternoon. So what can I do now with the rest of my day? So I'm frustrated. Um, I was kind of planning, going to the gym and doing a thing for, for work. And then doing the podcast and everything. I was trying to plan out my time. And I'm one that I get very, very frustrated. If I make a plan for my day and it gets thrown off by a minor thing, I get irritated. But then if that minor thing ends up screwing with my entire day, I get very, very, very frustrated. And that's just because I, I know what I need to do to reach my next level of my goals or whatever. So if I don't get the chance to do what I'm supposed to, I believe there's a reason for that. But I get very frustrated. And then... On top of that, I told you that times financially have been tough. I got the notification that my payment um, for the podcast hosting website, I have to pay money to to host the podcast on a site, was declined. Um, Just when you don't have money, it can't come out. Um, So I'm frustrated. I was planning on uploading this podcast today and uploading it today, or recording it and uploading it today. And then having another one where we uh, will be talking to Tyler on Saturday. And now neither one of these, this one will go up Saturday. And then the one with Tyler will go up later on this week. Again, it's not the end of the world, but it's pretty frustrating. Um, It was brought to my attention that maybe this podcast would be more effective if I wouldn't swear so much. Um... I, I talk like that. That's actually how I talk in my real life. So I figure that people, if you're going to get all of me, you're going to get me in the raw and me actually being me. Now, I would be curbing my language, uh, but that doesn't mean that I would be curbing the message any. I just don't have to use such explicit language to get my point across. I don't know. You guys let me know. Let me know if you would tune in more if I didn't talk that way or if you like getting the real raw me Um, but also you can say yeah I don't mind it but I think you are missing out on an audience um, by by not cleaning up the language a little bit let me know let me know what you guys think you guys can at me um, at me as Drake would say you can at me on Twitter which means mention me and let me know what you think at camwofficial let me know what you think. Tweet at me. I'm on Twitter a lot. You can always DM me or comment on um, the Instagram at Cam Williamson official. I don't get on there as much as I used to. 
so you may not see that. Uh, I may not see that one as quick. Usually Twitter is the easiest way to get a hold of me. Let me know what you think. All right, let's jump into it. Jump into the old podcast. Let's see, get into my notes here. First one, so Spectrum owns Fox. That one's a little too heavy to start off with. All right, let's start with a little wider note. It's not really wider. Hating my haters. Why do I hate my haters? I, I put something um, on, I think it was Twitter. Or no, I put it on the Instagram too, about hating your haters. Everyone said, oh, you shouldn't mind them. If you, if you don't have haters, you're not doing something right. Well, not always. So anybody that I can say, I know I have a few haters out there, but they I give them so little attention that it doesn't really bother me all that much. Um, so let me read you what I read yesterday. I did put it on Twitter. The haters I have are people I was once close to, and when I got in close... Oh, wait. The haters I have are people I was once close to, and when I got in and realized the corruption slash bad character, I split off. And just usually delete them from my life altogether. I delete their numbers, block them off Instagram, all platforms. Um, I block them altogether. They know I could expose them, but I never do. Nothing creates a hater faster. So, specifically one company that I worked with. Um, it's not a social media company. Well, I did put them on my social. But I actually physically worked for them as well. I realized a lot of lying, a lot of corruption... Um, a lot of mistreatment of customers and stuff like that. So I left. I won't do business or I won't be paid by somebody who does things like that. With that, I had I was very deep in their company. I was very it got me very deep into a 2A community. So when I cut them off, they then sent, looked to bash me. They tried to ruin some professional relationships I had. I think it was because out of fear, where I had to sign a non-disclosure to work there, but you know people violate NDAs all the time. If you don't know what an NDA is, it's a non-disclosure act. It means the company gives you terms. Hey, to work here, you're going to find out some information. You can't say anything about that information for this amount of time. And I should have been weary. Okay, why are you asking me that? But it, it came in the gun industry. I, I figured it was all right, you know, just that I would figure out I don't know, a legal term or something. I signed NDAs for dumber stuff. So I think when I split and they knew that I split because I realized their corruption and I realized their bad business practice, I think they feared that I would exploit that even though legally I wasn't supposed to. And that would have, it would have shut them down completely. I know it would have. They would have gotten all their money back and suing me, but they still would have gone out of business. And being been exposed as people, so that one, uh, and I still think I have people who wish me ill will because of that situation. I, and they've even called and since asked me to come back and work um, there since all that happened. And I don't wish them any harm, but I can guarantee, especially since the second time around, I declined coming back to work for them. I think they still want to see me fail. And I think they still watch from third-party sites on how I'm doing and how my social media career is going. They always want to make sure that that I'm not doing as well as I should be. And again, I forgive them for that. It's uh, I don't live in fear, but I know the feeling of living in fear because of my past worrying if I'm going to be exposed. That's why now I put all my dirty laundry out on the table. Everybody can see it. 
and I let people judge as they may. There are some people when you're not willing to pull that laundry out, you're always afraid that someone's going to smell it. Um, so there's that one. And then the other, the only other hater, I'm sure I have more that I just don't know about, but the only other hater I have was a influencer that I actually had a relationship with. Um, and it, we were just friends and stuff like that. We, I had actually introduced him to work with a same company that I did. Um, we were both chasing the same dream of being a positive influence. So I thought in the veteran community and I thought it was cool. So we even met a few times or once. And then all of a sudden I just, I realized his true intention. I realized that it was just to try to be famous and he would do that at all costs and uh, the money was way more important than the people. And then he started spewing a lot of um, messages of hate about different groups and about like non-veterans and stuff like that, making off-brand comments um, off my brand. And I don't associate with anybody that would come off-brand, especially when it comes to hate, if you're going to spew hate towards others. So I didn't say anything. We were, It's not like we were friends. But we talk daily via social media and stuff like that. And again, we were trying to do some business things together. So when I realized the corruption, it's not my call to cut him from the company. It's not. They made. They all made their own connections and their own relationships. It's totally separate. So when I cut him off, I didn't say anything to the company at all. I just blocked him. So that way him and I could no longer connect. Um... And again, I, I didn't approach him as to why. I didn't feel it necessary. Again, he, he's not a friend. He's not a relative. It's just a guy on social media that I'm choosing not to follow anymore. But we were a part of a smaller community. Um, so when that happened, when that break-off happened, especially when you do anything in social media, everybody on social media finds out. Usually one party comes out and starts trashing the other one. It's what happened. Uh, he knew that I knew a lot about him. He knew that I'm the one that was kind of kickstarting his career. And he was getting a lot of attention because of my channel and some of the things we had done together. He knew that. And he also knew that I, I knew some extra things about him, his personal life, that he didn't want to be exposed. And he was afraid that I was going to turn around and make some kind of video against him since I randomly blocked him. So he felt the need to attack me. Uh, attack me personally like attack my service attack my relationships like he he was just being a very negative person towards me there's probably still people that listen to this podcast or that support me via instagram that know who i'm talking about uh because it was a big thing in our community for a while that was the first time i had gotten a little taste of what it would be like to be like insta famous and have some kind of beef playing out because you've got some people that are sticking in the middle going hey look I support both of you I'm not picking a side then you've got others that are like F that dude and then there's other people saying F me and it was crazy uh, I didn't think that I was at a level where that was even something that was gonna happen but it was a lot bigger um, back in the day so again Look for people. There are such things as genuine haters. But if it's because you know something that they're afraid that will ever get out and that's why they hate you and they want to see you fail, it's usually because they were riding your coattails. They, you were providing way more value to them than they were to you and they had a self-confidence self issue based around that. 
Don't lower yourselves to that level. Okay, if you're making a call, as long as you're making the call to be a good person of character and you're not cutting them off because of some petty drama or something, it's not a bad thing to cut people off who are toxic from your life. If someone is toxic and they're even the vibes that they're giving off by actions that they're doing, maybe they don't directly affect you, but like in a company, if the CEO is making decisions that are unfair to the customer, but it's trying to bail them out of something, that's a character flaw that should be avoided, right? If a person, even if you're, you know, you think that you're in good standings with them, if they start spewing messages of hate and you decide to cut that person off, that doesn't make you an asshole. At the same time, I would always tell people they're not, you know, maybe they're not bad people. I personally don't agree with their tactics. There may be others that do, and if you want to support that, please, by all means, I'm not asking you to be anybody or obtain any type of morals, and you should all carry the same. Anytime that you cut somebody off from your life, you should never begin to trash that person. If anything, just say, we see things differently. I'm not even saying that I'm right, but the choices that I make in my life is to hold myself to this standard. This person no longer chose to do that, so therefore I made a connection. Or I made a disconnection. Apologize. That's as simple as it has to be. It's your life. It's your surroundings. You know, people always say you're only as good as the people around you. I believe that. So if you have a set of morals that nobody else in the group has, maybe you should disconnect. Especially if you feel that things are starting to go wrong. And a lot of people now feel like they owe people explanations as to why you got cut off. I don't owe you an explanation for anything. You and I clearly found something that no longer serves one another. Now again, if you're being petty, that's one thing. But if we're talking about actual moral standards that you have and you hold as a foundational part of who you are, and there are serious flaws there, there's no reason to go tick for tack for somebody. Your morals are different. You're not going to agree here. Cut it off. Especially if it's just something as petty as on social media. It's not even a person you have a real relationship with. Cut it off. Unfollow it. Stop listening to it. You are served and disserved by the things you consume. The entertainment you watch, the podcasts you listen to, the Instagram pages you follow, the political news outlets you listen to. You're only as good as all that stuff that you consume. So watch what you consume. Watch who you consume. Stop supporting big companies even though they say things and they lead to a divide of some kind. You should never have to be divided to support a company. Which brings me to my next topic. Is value sold or is it valuable? What is value? So in a monetary thing, um, uh, value is whatever a company is, is offering for you. You don't have a car, you have to walk everywhere. They would provide you the value of transportation. If someone's trying to sell you the best broom in the world, the value is you can clean your house with it, right? So you guys know what value is. You didn't need those two examples, but I'm apparently uh, so deep today that I felt the need to put them in there. I see more and more and more on social media Buy my 10-week challenge. Buy my supplements. This is fitness industry talk. Um, Buy my coffee. Buy my this. Right? And you're going, I don't care, really. 
don't care about your 10-week challenge. I don't care. You know, I have my own supplements that I take, and I have my own coffee that I drink. I really don't give a shit. But then it's turned around and it's spun to you. You know, well, if you're going to support me, you've got to support the things I like. Eh. And I feel like there's a lot of asking, come buy my stuff, come do my, you know, come like my pictures, help me share my podcast. But at even after asking that, it's also now buy my product. I'm asking you all, not me, but... I'm saying the per- the people that have all these things in the world to sell you and that are forcefully selling you, you know, me, I'll tell you what I use and here's the companies I work with, but I try not to shove it down your guys' throat, right? I do it. I, I have the companies that I work with and I love every single one of them, but I try not to be this salesy type where I'm trying to sell you the value of why you should have coffee in the morning. If you choose to have coffee in the morning, you know why that is and you'll make the choice that you make. On top of like strike force energy, I could try to sell you the value of kicking Red Bulls and monsters and having a healthier energy alternative. But if that's not something that you value having, I shouldn't have to sell that to you. I can inform you. That's what I try to do. I'll inform you that it's healthier and that I think it's safer and they taste good. You know, they taste great. But I should not see how even back door right there as I'm explaining it, it could even seem like I'm selling it to you. I'm sending you a subliminal message for Strike Force. I'm giving examples. But to have somebody's content that you watch, say maybe, so in a lot of cases, especially in fitness, people would follow me to learn about the exercises I do to try to obtain the physique that I had, had. And in that, they believe that if they take the same supplements as me, They'll look the way that I look. It's usually that's how that's how like fitness industry is all linked together. That's why your favorite bodybuilder is always carrying the protein that you use. You think if you take that, you'll look like him. So, and then sometimes it's as simple as somebody wants to support your journey in fitness. There's so many journeys going on right now between to try to get on stage, to just try to live a healthier lifestyle, to lose weight, to gain weight. There's a thousand. And there's a thousand different companies inside of all those. So usually it's, I just want to support this person in their journey. I hope that's how people see me. I hope that when I talk about movement watches, you guys consume all my content. You know my goal, which is to reach and help the world. You then go, I want to support this guy. And I like watches. I'll check his watches out. Not that I'm, I'm saying, hey, buy a watch. If you really want to support me, you would buy a watch. And you go, yeah, but I don't wear watches. But I keep hounding on you. Yeah, but yeah, but you don't wear a watch now, but you could if you had one of the cool watches that the cool people wear. I think that's wrong, right? I, I don't think that's a proper tactic. And I think that you should never be sold value that doesn't serve you. If somebody has to convince you more as to why you need something than you are seeking it out, don't buy it. They approached you with a, with a problem solve that for a problem you don't have. Don't get so sucked into it all. I see it all the time, and I caught myself doing it a few times. With my favorite uh, like fitness apparel companies, I'm like, oh, you know, cool, they're having a sale. That's awesome. Okay, they're dropping their shirts down from $75 down to $50 for a workout shirt. Okay, cool, well, I better buy it now then. And I'm looking, I'm like... 
I have 50 cutoffs in my drawer right now. It's not a need that I have. But they build it up so much, you know, limited time, you're only going to be able to get it for about an hour, hurry up, get it. They're trying to solve a problem for me that I don't have. Which is to have the, uh, that I need to have the newest, coolest design when it comes out. I don't need that. So therefore, I, I need to stop letting these companies manipulate me in think that, oh, I have to act now so that that way I can stay in this little crowd. I want to have the coolest new Alphalete stuff or whatever. Yeah, I've got other priorities. But in the moment, it seems so important. And I don't know. I may be the only one. Uh, maybe I'm just gullible and I fall for stuff easily. Or I have maybe I have a weak sense of discipline in that area. That when something goes on sale, ooh, I want it now. I want it now. And I've got to jump on it. Could be. Could be me. You know, as I always say, uh, I don't know anything. I'm just giving you examples from a dude that lives in... In regular life, maybe I'm, I know I'm a little screwy sometimes, so that could be one of the areas. All right, Spectrum owns Fox. The reason I wanted to talk about that, um, Spectrum, the I guess it's a cable internet provider, bought Fox News and all of its constituents. So all the shows that are on Fox and, and Fox News and stuff like that. And all the anchors, they now work technically for Spectrum. So my dad and I were having one of our deep conversations as we do and. I, I was talking about, he, we got into a big, long political talk that I'm going to try not to recreate here. But then I looked at it. So if Spectrum owns the internet, right, they, they're already telling you now when you Google things or you search things on Amazon, that information from your internet search is being sold to companies to advertise for you. So Spectrum is tracking like your DVR Whoever they've partnered with, Spectrum and whoever internet they use, they've partnered together. They're all selling each other that information, right? So all your information is eventually leading to the tunnel of Fox News to do with what they will. Well, what does Fox News do? They report political news. So if they have all this information on you and all the things that you're Googling and all the things that you're um, looking into purchasing... Don't you think that maybe the way they report news now be manipulated? Because now they have all the information on their target audience, right? They can adjust fire now to however it would sound the best to you. So that way maybe you'd latch on to Fox News and now you're really hooked on it because these are my people. This is, these are the people that, you know, this is my community here. We just happen to call it the left. Or the right, whatever side it is. Where are the conservatives, right? Now you start taking all the things you were just living your life. Now you're a part of a group and you're taking sides and you're building things up. Right? That's an example. You think about it the way you want. But I'm just saying, maybe start looking into stuff like that. I know I come off as kind of a conspiracy theorist anymore, but it's facts, guys. It's facts. The other day, I'll tell you a funny story. The other day, Nicole and I were sitting here at our house, and I said, I said verbally, it would be dope as hell if there was a Harry Potter movie marathon. I want to I wanna watch them from start to finish. I even Googled how long would it take to, um, to watch the Harry Potter series from start to finish. It was like 21 hours. The very next day, guys, now this is probably a coincidence. The very next day, I think it's sci-fi, does a Harry 
Potter movie marathon like weekend. And I'm like, wow, that's you know, that's crazy, huh? We were just talking about that. And then what happens next? I log on to Facebook, I start scrolling. There's a Harry Potter game app in my phone that I can like play this Harry Potter game via the iTunes app store. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. That's two. That's pretty nuts. I've never seen that. And, uh, you know, I was, I was amazed. I was like, man, there's something to that. You know, whole, the whole you say something. I have a phone that has a speaker on it and I have my Google Home. I'm like, man, there really, you know, there really is something to that. And then, I shit you not, I go to work the next day and Fox News is running some special on like Harry Potter memorabilia or something. It was an ad on Fox News. And I was like, these mother... Right here. Like, wow. It had come full circle. All the way back around. All the way to seeming the political news outlet I was watching. And we think that we're not being manipulated. We think that we're not being divided. And I'm not even saying it's just by your local news network. But if you don't think that everything that's fed to you via all these devices, all the knowledge that's out there, that somehow people haven't figured out how to hack those airways to somehow make you believe one thing or the other. We have to be careful about that, guys. We have to. I don't, I'm not one that believes that one day my laptop is going to turn around and try to kill me. I don't believe that. I just think that we put so much trust in these technical companies. Which, what, what are they? They're a company. They're always going to find a way to grow. If they can continue to grow, you'll feel more desire to have that. Because you want to have the newest thing. We allow it to consume too much of our lives, and therefore we're giving it too much information. There was a, there was a, a character trait, not a character trait. There was something to be said about keeping your business and your information to yourself a while back. They would say, I keep my political views to myself because it's not important to anyone else. But now it severely benefits others to know well, you know, if I listened in to their normal day conversations, maybe I could figure out their political affiliation and then try to make them, since TV's dying and they're all on social media, they chose not to follow me on Instagram. So maybe if I find out that they do this while they're watching whatever on ABC, maybe we jump a little ad in and we work it back around to now. They do follow us on Instagram. Oh, look, now they're consuming more of us, and I can hear into their house to hear what they want to hear about. Okay, cool. But while they're getting what they want, let's slide our little agenda in here on the left. Just don't give them so much information. I, I'm torn because, you know, I'm not getting rid of my iPhone, and I'm, I like my Google Home. I think it's cool. I can talk to it and tell it to play whatever YouTube songs I want while I'm doing the dishes. But I'm trading the fact that I know it's taking information from me and then being sold. Um, I'm accepting that by choosing that the convenience of having them is not worth being connected.
just something to think about. Just something to think about. Um, I'm not going to go into this one. What do you believe in more, people or government? Because I'm not... Maybe that's not political. It's just talking about the government that we live in. So first, I want to teach you guys something that I learned. I told my boss we were watching it and something came up. Putin said something about us having a democracy. And I was like, yeah, well, at least that's true. We, we are a democracy. My boss said, no, we're not a democracy in the United States. We're a democratic republic. I was like, uh, I hate to do this, especially in front of my boss, but I'm going to show my lack of education here. I don't know the difference. What's the difference between a democracy and a democratic republic? If you look, in a democratic republic, the people have a set set of rules and rights that they are entitled to. They cannot be infringed upon for any reason. That's a democratic republic. You have certain rights that even if everybody in the world voted on it, they could not take them away from you. A democracy is not that way. In a democracy, everything is left up up to a vote. Majority wins. So if the majority of people decided that one group of people was better than another, that was law. We don't live that way. We live in a democratic republic. We are supposed to have fundamental rights that are that are ours just for being born. So technically, we're not a democracy. That's important to know. Government. Government is something that was never supposed to have as much power as it does now, but it does. It oversees pretty much everything in our life. Up to it takes money out of our pockets for working to pay for whatever it feels it needs to be paid. And you get very little control or knowledge over that. So the big, you know, there's the big topics. Uh, Big pharma versus uh, marijuana legalization. Um, Should the government be able to tell gay people they can't get married? There's, There's a lot of things that people are upset with with government. Again, I think you're being, you have your own beliefs. You're saying those beliefs in the privacy of your own home. That information is being recorded, processed, and fed back to you, therefore to make you feel more emotionally connected to it all. But at the top, there's corruption, and they're making their own decisions, and they're, they have their own agendas at play. So the one that my dad and I was talking about was, apparently, and you guys can fact check this and prove him right and me wrong or vice versa, I guess it was the head of one of the biggest pharmaceutical companies in the world or in the United States at least it was is in Trump's cabinet and oversees everything like medicinal and what the FDA approves and doesn't approve they're saying my dad was saying that one of the biggest CEOs in the pharmaceutical industry now holds that position in office and he was saying why would they not why would they fix the opiate crisis when this guy controls it all. He, he, he controls, he was one of the biggest opiate um, companies in the world, so why would he crush that industry now? My argument to this was, Dad, I believe that the people now are, are becoming more and more aware. We know now what the damages are for taking these, any pharmaceuticals, Tylenol included. Not just a heroin, you know, heroin's obviously not sold over over a pharmacy desk, but um, like Vicodins and Percocets and antidepressants and all that were being fed those things, right? And he's saying, yeah, the guy who was doing all that holds this position. I said, but dad, we know now as people 
there's more risk than reward for taking these pharmaceuticals. People are now finding natural healing through marijuana, CBD, hemp, um, essential oils, all these, the plants that grow outside, lavender, sage, they're finding all these healthy remedies that are fixing the problems and doing like literally either a percentage of or none of this damage. People are so, we have so much information now. We still have it as people to know what is right and wrong. And I think that we are still the majority. The majority, the people, will win out. We will, we have the information now, we'll start to be exposing this corruption and you'll find out how deeply it's embedded into our system. And there will be branches of government that start to get closed down because we figure out just how corrupt they are and how we as the people don't need those agencies or those industries because we can handle that. If you as government want to take a little bit of money out of my pay to fix the roads, okay, cool. But you should not, and you know, a big one is, people are like, the government shouldn't be able to tell me what I can and cannot grow as far as agriculture or hunting. They say, well, the government shouldn't be able to tell me that. And the argument that I've heard to this point is, if you didn't, if you didn't regulate any farmers, right, and... The, the farmer on the left knew that he could grow a massive-ass pumpkin, but the farmer on the right knew he could grow a bigger one if he injected it with steroids and whatever, antibodies, right? The government is there to make sure that that doesn't happen, so they're not just beating you out with more dangerous practice. To, you know, there's a, cert, there's a point for that, but again, I think each state should be able to make their own laws. Hey, what do we think? What level of pesticides are we willing to accept on on our fruits and vegetables and how many deer can our people kill I, I think that's something that we can handle at a smaller level again government serves a point run the military stuff like that not saying to dis we can't live without them but they should definitely have a much 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 smaller role in the world that we play and I believe in people enough that we're getting smarter now that we're getting to that place. His example was, well, if that was the case, why do we still have so many people hooked on heroin and stuff like that? If, if the people are more aware now than ever that there's healing out there, what are you doing with the people that are already addicted to it? My response to that is, Dad, you're going to lose some. There's some people out there, and I do believe natural selection is a thing, they don't have the mental fortitude and I'm not saying that if you're, I have addiction issues. So remember that as I'm saying this. But if you are to learn, there's, there's some situations that people are just never given the information and I acknowledge that. But if you were to learn that yes, I can get off heroin, but it's gonna be three or four days of absolute hell, but I will not die from it. I'm taking heroin because of my, my mental health is, uh, I'm anxious, I'm depression. I just don't wanna feel like this anymore. And then you learn that there's something else out there that can help you with that that's not as dangerous. And you still choose to go back to it even though you know your chances of are like one of two that you're going to die from it. And you continue to do it. At some point there's like an essence of natural selection. You're making choices. 
as an addict, I'm telling you, there is a point of making choices in that. You have to make the choice every day to not do it. You see what I'm saying? I hope that didn't come off like I'm, I'm dogging on people again. I had dependency issues. I have to fight it off every single day on my drive home to not stop at the local bar. Because everything inside of my heart tells me that I, everything would be alright. Even though I, I'm broke as hell and things are stressful. If I sit on that bar stool and I hang out in the neon lights for a minute and I watch cable TV, watch you know sports... At least for that moment, everything will be okay. But everything in my actual head about who I am as a person goes, you will throw away everything you've ever had over these last two years. Everything that you've worked for will be gone, even though it seems hard right now. And you know that if you start to drink again, more than likely this time you'll end up dead or you'll go right back to jail by just even showing up to a bar. Not saying I can't be in a bar restaurant without drinking, but it's saying just by making that first decision, eh, I'll at least go sit down in the bar by myself. I've already lost. That's coming from an addict. So I know, and my dad's argument was there's a severe difference between being addicted to alcohol and being addicted to heroin. Strength of physical dependency, I, I would argue that alcohol is pretty bad, but I've never done heroin, so I don't know. As far as temptation goes, I definitely think it's harder on an alcoholic. You can't drive down the street and pass a heroin store that you can walk into easy and buy heroin. You can with alcohol. Most buildings you walk into have it in there. So guys, I, I know the struggle, but I know that people are capable of getting out of that struggle. I believe in you. I believe in all of you. But there are some people that just prove that they're not. So obviously, the big pharmaceutical companies are playing to that minority of people. And I think one day, they won't be here anymore. And the majority that knows what's best for us as, a, as an overall community, how, how we can truly become, we the people, I think, I think the majority of us know that. We just have to get to a place where we know how to execute that. What moves do we need to make now to get rid of the corruption, to get rid of... We now realize it's not me against you, it's we against them. The very select, very small few that sit in positions of power that shouldn't. And again, I'm not saying whether that's left or right. I'm saying it's a policy here. It's a law there that needs to be changed, not a specific person. I think somehow... We've given too much of ourselves up. Therefore, our fundamental rights are starting to dwindle away from us. We're watching ourselves turn from a demo um, democratic republic into a democracy. Once you lose that battle, what's to say we don't slide all the way to communism? We need to stop it in our tracks now. Decide that we the people are united, which is why this company... Co company country was created we the people are united under these here united states to protect against government getting too big for our britches government gets in bed with the companies that we love and that we support and now that consume our lives apple google youtube facebook government gets in bed with them and they all start making buddy buddy 
And now who suffers? The people. Why? Money, power, you get it. Live for the people. Don't live for... The moment you say that the government should do this, ask yourself, how could I do that instead? Unless it comes to things like war. I mean, hell, we as the people could pave a road. We're not gonna. I can tell you right now. Nobody, maybe one person on my street, if there was a big old pothole in it and the government wasn't coming to fix it, the city wasn't coming to fix it, that pothole was going to stay there. We could do it. Hope that made sense and it wasn't just a bunch of rambling. You're not ignorant until you know there is more information out there and you choose not to look for it. So I kind of touched on that. Being ignorant about something is not just the lack of your knowledge in the situation, right? You could be unaware of how to, uh, let's say, change a car battery. I don't believe you're ignorant in that just because, excuse me, because you don't know how to do that. But if someone sits you down in the chair and you have the mental capacity to grasp it and they turn on a YouTube video about how to change a car battery and then they then go outside and show you physically hands-on how to do it, and then you still cannot change a car battery, now you are ignorant to that situation. You've been shown, you know better, you've chosen not to do it. That's true ignorance. So don't be ignorant, which is why you're hearing me talk more political government people type thing. If you want to change the world, which I do, you can't ignore the fact that there's factors there. So to look at the issues in my life and not see the government as as a part of that a part of this that's either going to be a part of the problem or the resolution, I have to at least acknowledge that it's there. What happens then? I have to learn a little bit about it. I don't want to speak on a topic and be ignorant about it. So, ooh, here's this, and this is how this affects the world, which is affects the state, affects my community, affects me. That that train happens. You then have to do the research on that and maybe not watch a useless just entertaining guys there's a video on youtube that's called i'm poppy that's 10 minutes long and it's a lady that just says i'm poppy i'm gonna play it for you to show you how stupid this is but again maybe some people need to look into the actual things that are happening in our world and maybe give poppy a break for What is it? Uh, I'm Poppy. Ten minutes. You could have spent ten minutes figuring out how to fix something in your life, but 16 million of those people, myself included at least three of those times, I've never made it through the whole video, chose, I don't want to figure out how to make the world better, either, either in my community or all around, and maybe go out and reach out to a lawmaker or stand and do some kind of protest for something I actually believe in I'll listen I'm Poppy I'm Poppy I'm Poppy I'm Poppy I'm Poppy I'm Poppy I am Poppy I'm Poppy I'm Poppy I'm Poppy I'm Poppy I'm Poppy I'm Poppy spoiler alert that goes on for 10 minutes people Just because something's viral doesn't mean you have to watch it. And again, I'm preaching to the choir because I'm, I've done it. 
I've I showed my wife the other day and I was like this thing has what I say 160 610 million views or whatever but yet there's people that choose not to take a stance or pick a side or have a thought about the way that your food's being regulated about the way that the medicines that are keeping you alive are being presented to you and what is and is not allowed you're watching that and then we're also going to tell ourselves that there's not some of us that maybe aren't firing on the same brain compartments as the other because if you're willing to sit down and watch 10 minutes of this garbage then you've got poppy. i'm poppy i'm poppy i'm poppy i'm poppy i'm poppy you got dead brain cells in your head to and again i'm a part of that group maybe i'm not the one to be giving out advice but hey at least i you know at least i try to realize it now and try to make some kind of changes i try i fail often oh there's my buddy anyway um of course he's gonna call me back while i'm recording a podcast guys this is just stuff to think about that's what the name of this podcast should be i don't talk about my once you've told your story it's there I don't really, maybe my road to redemption now is to make you all aware of how you can better your lives, which is what I've always tried to do. Um, but I don't think I have any more notes for us. Again, I can't upload this until I get the 15 bucks required to pay the membership. So let me make sure, double check. Oh, America cuts off our nose to save our face. I'll save that one. Plant, pinning crimes on people to calm the majority. We'll talk about that one next time. I'll save it. Uh, I want to end you guys off with a funny thought that I think about. Do any of you guys have a relative? It's usually an older relative. It's usually a parent. Usually a parent or a grandparent. And every time they come over, you know that they're going to bring stuff. In my in my sp- um, instance, you have people that will bring over stuff and go, Hey, I brought over these uh, two pairs of shoes and this picture and... Uh, the all the headline newspapers from 1960 to 2010 if you want them they're yours and it's been sitting in their attic for like 10 years and they're like if you wanted it's yours I'm trying to clean out the attic it's like why would I want that why did you keep that for so many years well I don't know but it's yours now if you don't want it throw it away it's like why didn't you throw that away you got me a pair of shoes that are too old that are busted the soles are falling off of them why did you bring? stop bringing your trash to my house? I don't know. I think everybody knows somebody like that. And we're all like, every time they come over, okay, what are you bringing with you? No. Leave the inner tube that has a hole in it at home. I don't need that. I don't need another rake. Thank you. Okay, no, I have plenty of shoes. I don't need your old work boots. Again, thank you so much. I think a lot of us know people like that. And it's funny. If you know that person, call them right now and, and tell them, hey, when are you coming over and what are you bringing? Just to make sure that you don't get a whole new garage full of crap that fills your house. I think it's funny. I was thinking about somebody in my life that used to do that and uh, it made me laugh. Guys, I love you. I'm going to wrap this podcast up. It's been 48 minutes and uh, I hope any of it made sense. I hope you guys know how much I love you. If you like the podcast, please, please, please subscribe, leave a review. That's how people uh, find the podcast outside of my doing. I try to spread it on Instagram, but Instagram only gives you the exposure that they give you. It's kind of up to you guys. If you find the value, I need you to share this 
And uh, a good way to do that is not only by telling people, but at the same time, it's uh, by subscribing and leaving a review. It apparently works. Uh, it helps people find it. Also, if you do want to donate to the podcast, you can go through PayPal and use americasbravo at gmail.com. Uh, that's a good way to donate to the podcast and make sure that things like what's happening now doesn't happen, that the membership to the hosting website gets paid, um, upgrading equipment. Uh, I'm actually here very, very soon, supposed to be getting better podcast equipment, uh, actual headphones so I can listen through and actually hear it as you guys would hear it, and I don't have to realize it after I've recorded an entire episode that the audio quality sucks. Supposed to be getting that. Um, Supposed to have a bunch of things coming up. But, like I said, if you guys want to donate and help that stuff expedite, or you just want to support the podcast, donations are always welcome, always appreciated, but don't ever feel obligated. Also, I want to thank Seabag Locker Coffee and Seaside Coffee. You guys already know. Talk about them all the time. Go check them out. Get the best coffee in the game. You can use code CAM. Fit, C-A-M-F-I-T, Strike Force Energy. Y'all know them. Y'all love them. I hope you guys are checking them out. You can use CAM20 for Strike Force Energy. I love them. Halo Top Creamery. Thank you for everything. Movement Watches. If you guys want to get a watch, DM me on Instagram. I'll send you over my link. I think it saves you like 10 bucks in free shipping. Uh, I think. They're very quality watches. Sunglasses are on point. I'm actually... Uh, hoping to get their blue light glasses since I look at screens all day. I'm realizing that my eyes are starting to strain because I'm always staring into screens. The blue light um, hides are the ones I want to grab. So I think that's going to be it. Um, Forest Hemp Co. I felt that I didn't point it out last time. If you're looking for CBD products and stuff, Forest is spelled with one R. Forest Hemp Co. No spaces, no anything like that, but Forest is one R. Go check them out. Let them know who sent you. And guys, I love you. I'm going to ride out of here with a killer tune. Hope you guys have an amazing... You'll be hearing this on Saturday if I don't get it, um, the resolution fixed prior. So if you hear this prior to Saturday, something amazing happened and I was able to figure it out. But if not, you guys will be hearing this on Saturday. And on that day as well, I'll be doing my interview with Tyler Gentry creator of ambition threads co guys go check him out use code cam5 there's his plug and uh we're, we're going to be talking about some exciting things for the future as well as just getting to know tyler a little better the interview with them was amazing I, I feel like we did talk more about taylor he has an amazing story as well um his podcast is dope count Trahoon. go check it out um but and then i'll be at the nashville fit expo this Saturday as well. You guys won't hear it for me to tell you to come out and see me. I hope you do. I hope I get it resolved so you can hear it before. But next episode, myself, Tyler Gentry of Ambition Threads Co. Check it out. It's going to be a good one. Always love sitting down with my best friends. I'll talk to you guys later. too long But with all that we've been through After all this time I'm coming on to you Never let it 
show the pain I've grown to know cause with all these things we do it don't matter when I'm coming on I reach towards the sky I've said my goodbyes my heart's always with you Question why so many of time our prayers have made it through, yeah. Cause with all these things we do, it don't matter when I'm coming on to you. Yeah!